Tick-tocking, tick-tocking, where creators come to play. Tick-tocking, tick-tocking, find out what they have to say. Tick-tocking, tick-tocking, fascinating interview. Tick-tocking, tick-tocking, tick-tocking with Kevin Hughes. It's been a few weeks we've been trying to get this done. I'm, I'm glad we finally. Yeah, man. <laughs> Either I you know. had sun going on or I had sun going on. Crazy. Yeah, bro. It's been a crazy uh, few months for me. Yeah. But uh, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Just busy with work or what? Your music popping off or what's going on? Busy with work. Um, I had a little toxic relationship I had to take care of. Mm. Um, and uh, music, gym everything compiled nice man so yeah. and we just are recording right now bit. just so you know. okay cool Is that cool yeah yeah it's fine okay absolutely so tell me a little bit about your uh your music stuff and and how old you are like how, for, let's start off so, with that how old are you i'm 24 24 um, right? i've been doing music probably for about 10 years now uh yeah little over 10 years damn yeah your your voice is crazy insane man like i appreciate that yeah i stumbled across well okay before i because i have a lot to say about that before i get into that so you i want to say this you sent me your email so i can send you the link to get on here and yeah i'm not gonna lie i was pretty impressed because i haven't seen an aol email in like 20 years yeah. dude <laughs> yeah I, I get made not made fun of but all the time get poked fun of at uh having aol but it's just the first thing i ever started out with so i, I kept it because everything's linked to it so i'm like no that's awesome dude it? no that's killer <laughs> you just don't see that very often i had to point that out i that's know funny. everything's gmail yeah gmail or gmail. I, have, I have gmail but yeah or people have it linked to their own like business or name now, you know, like for me, sure. it would just be like Kevin Hughes or at Kevin Hughes.com or something like that. You know, it's crazy. True. But honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I did make a email specifically for things like this mm -hmm. and I forgot to use it because <laughs> this is like the first technically collab I'm doing besides with my sister, which doesn't count. Sure. <laughs> Well, I'm glad yeah. you didn't, dude. I, I haven't seen an AOL email, like I said, in like 20 years. So like I was super impressed. It's by refreshing. It, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes me remember the good yeah. old times, man. Holy cow. Yeah. Facts. Dial For up sure. internet. <laughs> yeah. Before all the uh, toxic BS that everyone spews all the time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. So going back to your music. Yeah. I stumbled across your video and I can't, cause I ended up watching all of them and I can't remember what the first one was that I had come across. You were doing a, basically an impersonation, but a voice impersonation you were singing. I don't know if it was, gosh, dang it. Maybe was it the disturbed one. Oh, I think it was disturbed. I think that was, was the first sickness. one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And dude, that was the first one that actually took off. Yeah, that's the one that came across my For You page, and holy shit, dude. Like, I've heard a lot of people try to mimic 
you know, the, the down with the sickness or just these musicians. And by far that was the best one I've heard, man, like spot on. Holy crap. So how did, yeah. Yeah. And how did you train your voice to, I guess, mimic all of these musicians? I don't know. I think it comes from my dad because my dad's like, he's not a singer, but he's a karaoke guy. Mm. <laughs> so um, he uh, he likes to do the same thing. And I don't know. I just have the ability to like listen to it and be like, oh, they have this sort of timbre going on. Oh, I need to lower it for that. Push more with my nose for that. And or I need to like man up a little bit, you know, like I need to do like one or the other to make it sound close as I possibly can. Um, which, you know, it you run into that. And then sometimes I'm like, wait, what do I sound like? <laughs> you know, sometimes I do that all the time. I'm like, wait, what does my voice sound like? Well, I'm, yeah. And I'm curious too, is when you're trying to perfect these other musicians, uh, voices, are you recording yourself and listening back and then basically just stop record, stop record. And then until you perfect it, or can you just hear it with your own ear and then know that you perfected it? Um, I basically do the stop record thing until I can, I do like I record, I do it. And then maybe I'll do like a verse and I'll be like, okay, that was good. And if there was one thing wrong with it, instead of like fixing that one little thing, I usually go back to try to record the whole thing, depending how severe it was that I messed up or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, I I do do the stop and record thing. I don't just know off the bat. Like sometimes I have to tune into it, like especially with Breaking Benjamin. His voice is a little bit deeper than mine, but I love to do Breaking Benjamin. So I sometimes I have to do the thing where I said like man up a little bit and drop my voice because um, my voice naturally is a little higher than that a little softer yeah and i actually heard some of your your uh videos where you played some of your original music and mm-hmm. dude like it's so crazy because you want to think after hearing you do something like disturbed or breaking benjamin you want to think that's kind of how your sound is going to be but your sound is so unique to yourself. And I love that, Thank man. You. Like there's just so much that you, that you, you have such a rare talent. Like a lot of people, Thank you. you know, a lot of people can, uh, can mimic people or impersonate people, but you hear it in their voice where they have a similar sound to that individual that they're impersonating. And that's how they're able to do it so well. But you, yeah. man, like you have like, you're able to do those, but your own voice, you don't sound anything like that. You have your own, your own sound and, and it, it makes it so, so much more special. You know what I mean? Thank you. Yeah. And that's probably like one of the hardest things I've had to do is find my own sound um, while trying to do all the impressions that I do, which, you know, can, can be cool, but it's always like, Oh, this guy's just like trying to sound like other people, you right. know? So there's a fine line between that. So it means a lot actually that you actually say that. So that's cool yeah man and and where are you from new york long island to be exact okay yeah all right and you grew up in new york yeah moved uh grew up in new york moved to florida for two years when i was young my parents moved us back and uh been here ever since wow 
I don't, I don't get the. And you're from Colorado. Where you from? Colorado? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't. Mountains get, are probably cool up there, right? Uh, yeah, they are. I'm not gonna no. lie, they're really cool. Uh, I think I've just been here too long to appreciate them appreciate anymore. Them. You know? Yeah. Like I'm like, yeah. man, I would love to just look out my window and see nothing but ocean and a beach and palm trees. That's true. You know? That's but true. I think people that are on the other side that have been around a beach their whole life want that mountain view exactly. outside their window, you know? So it's just one of those That's things true. I've I've grown it kind of and I want to get to a place and I'm tired of the snow too. <laughs> as funny as that sounds. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I hate the snow. Yeah. I don't even know why I live here. I know, man. I'm with you. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But okay, so how how's everything going, man? Your your video blew up. Uh I don't know what you were at follower wise before I saw your video. But I think you're right around eighteen and a half thousand uh, followers now. Yeah, so I got there. I'm actually, so I don't exactly remember how it kept going. I just remember that my sister is very well known on TikTok right now, mm. and of course she threw me a couple bones. Like she put me in a video, she put me in a couple videos, and shouted me out. And of course, people went and followed me, and it was very. I, I loved it. But, like, half of me was like, okay, like, I'm kind of mooching off my sister's followers. And I'm like, I got to do something for myself. And that Disturbed video was the first thing. I Maybe I had, like, 5,000 followers or something. I don't exactly remember. But my, the Disturbed video I put out by myself, put it out, like, didn't have any of my sister's help. And it took me off a little bit. And I was, not that I'm, like huge but it definitely got me the most followers i've ever had in my life yeah so it was definitely cool to see that and definitely cool to not have my sister's help on it because as much as like i appreciate her help and she's got 500k on hers and 400k on her band page i didn't i don't want to be the guy that just like got known because of my sister you know right so and what what you it was nice to go ahead it, it was just nice to have that video that i did on my own take mm -hmm. off without any help yeah and yeah. who's your sister what's her name casey casey carlson okay so she has her own band and that's what um so she's a musician as well yeah she does she's the one who kind of encouraged me to go on tiktok she started the whole tiktok thing and um before that i was just making dumb videos and then she was like getting really good traction mostly because she's a girl and she can scream like i would say better than me she does this, like demonic voice thing that i can't even replicate it's wow. crazy um and she obviously she sings too and she does like mashups like a really good one she did was you know bad omens mm -hmm. she did if bad omens and if Ariana Grande sang for Bad Omens and she has this like really great, like soft Ariana Grande voice, like singing Bad Omens, I was like, wow, like that's great. And then the next video was her like screaming her brains out and everyone just, it, they eat it up. Cause that's she's a 5'2 girl just ripping it up. I wonder if I ever so. came across her content. I've seen a few. I, I mean, it's very possible that that's just. What a, what a coincidence, right? That that I if I have seen her stuff and then I come across yours as well, 
but I'm a huge yeah. like metal but like metal yeah. fan, man. Like Breaking Benjamin. It's so funny because after we started talking, uh, you ever seen her? Uh, can you can you even see uh, that? I cannot. Oh nah. Angle it a little bit. <laughs> no, all right. Well, you'll look it up. Again. Yeah, I'll look it up. <laughs> it's fine. That's insane. Yeah. If it's the person, I think it is. I think I've asked her to come on the show. Really? So, yeah. So, and I don't that remember. Would be cool. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe you can help me set that up at some point. But right, I definitely will. Cool. But right now, let's focus on you. And sure. I want to, like, now that people know you as your individual self and as a musician. Have you had any opportunities come across yet? Because I guarantee with your voice, dude, it's coming. Like I've seen, um, there's a guy that I started chatting with a few years ago and he had probably like a thousand followers. His name's, uh, Nate. I think it's Nate Vic. Nate. I can't remember his last name, but he is kind of similar. He, he, he sings uh popular songs, but he does it only in his voice. He doesn't um uh Oh, okay. Yeah. But dude, it's it's insane. His voice is so good. And then I came across yours and I was like, holy shit. Like, wow, dude. Like Thank you. super impressed. And and I don't really like fan out with my guests as yeah. much, but like, dude, I have a feeling that you are gonna go somewhere. And I'm super stoked to have you Thanks. on now because I hope so. You're you're gonna get to the point where you're so busy that I would never have gotten you on this show. <laughs> Thank you. And I think that's honestly the reason that my sister has gone on because she's that way right now. So I hope to be as busy as that uh, one day. I think you I, know will. I have a feeling it's coming. So. Yeah, man. Uh, what got you into the metal? Like I was surprised when I, you, you're so clean cut. Like I just didn't see. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you know, you think metal, you think grungy, you think long hair and, and that's just, I guess that's yeah. just a stereotype, but you would think that. And then I saw you singing and I was just like, I think when the music first started and, and you weren't doing anything yet, I was like, how is this going to sound? And this guy looks super clean cut. Yeah. And then I heard you. I was in I was like just, a tie too, I think. Yeah, I think so. And I was just like, I was just going oh, to work. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, like what yeah. got you in like how long have you been into the metal scene and uh like do you listen to other music as well? Yeah, I listen to a lot of mm. music. Um what got me into metal at first was well, I was originally into classic rock. I was a huge Van Halen fan. Like that was my basically I play guitar too, and that was my biggest inspiration. Mm. So I did that for a while. I was like, I will never like music with screaming in it. I'm always like, ew, me and my friends, we had this like classic rock band. We're like, oh, I need to put screaming. Uh. So then eventually, like, I got into Avenged Sevenfold. And I was like, just listening to singing stuff. I wasn't doing anything waking to the fall in, anything uh, sounding the seventh trumpet. And then I was just like, listening to everything under the sun with them. And then I was like, okay, the only ones left is waking the fallen. So let me give this a shot ended up liking it i was like okay and then my friend was into bring me the horizon at the time semp eternal album do you know semp eternal oh yeah yeah okay that album got me basically into shadow moses got me into metal officially in the metalcore scene um also with avenge sevenfold i was listening to like metallica and stuff um but yeah so 
Bring Me the Horizon got me into it. And then from there, it was just a snowball effect. Like, I liked everything. And now I like everything from still classic rock to Lorna Shore and Infinite Annihilator. Even <laughs> like, I like a lot of that. I love country. I like some rap. Not a big fan of like the mumble rap kind of stuff, but mm. um, I can do a good amount of rap. Uh, I can do some ska, you know, like everything I pretty much listen to. Uh, I don't really have any gripes against anything. Okay. Yeah. Kind of a sim here. So I've gotten a chance to hang out with, uh, uh, bring me the horizon a couple times, man. And those, yeah, yeah those guys are so cool, man. Down to earth, just super chill. And then, uh, also, I don't know if you could see this flat part of my nose right there. Yeah, I don't know if you could see it. It's kind of it. hard to see. Oh, I yeah. see it. I see it. Okay. Yeah, so 2002, and I, okay, so I was a big mosh pit guy when I was in my teens. And 2002, okay. so Avenged Sevenfold came uh, to my town, and and uh, I was like, you know what? This is the first time I'm seeing them. I'm not going to mosh today. I'm just going to enjoy the show. And And I'd never gotten hurt in a mosh pit, man, never. And so I decided not to mosh. I'm hanging out right in the front of the stage and I turn around to go use the restroom. It was either restroom or yeah, it had to have been because I wasn't legal to drink yet. So I went to, oh, to turn around, <laughs> I went to turn around okay. and this guy basically had this chick like over his head and he tossed her and her whole forehead just crushed my nose, dude. Like her I, forehead. Man. Yeah. Of all things, man. And I just remember going cross-eyed wow. and blood just squirting <laughs> everywhere and i'm just like are oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me dude <laughs> like and that's how i met your mother no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. dude yeah <laughs> so nuts man so nuts but Jesus. like yeah and um we have a lot of similar tastes because the whole breaking benjamin thing like that's a band my wife and i like that's on our bucket list and i actually a couple weeks uh two weeks ago, it was after you and I had started talking and I'd already seen your videos. Mm -hmm. They announced, um, they were going on tour and opening up for disturbed. So I was like, Oh, what? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Breaking Benjamin. Oh, breaking Benjamin. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry. I know I kind of transitioned over to breaking Benjamin, but yeah. uh, So I hadn't seen, I haven't seen disturbed or breaking Benjamin. So I think I might have to, uh, make it to that show. Are you? I got tickets in August. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to August. So they are yeah. coming here in June, June or July. I think it's July. They'll be here. Okay. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I was looking at prices though, man. I don't know how expensive it is out there for concerts, but man, it's like, it's like three, 400 bucks a ticket now. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's well, depends how close you get. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Mean, if you want to get a good seat, that's probably it. Well, even general admission, I think general admission was running about 200 bucks a ticket. Yeah, that's about, I mean, pit tickets for us are three, four hundred dollars mm-hmm. but that's because it's, it's right there. It's pit. I know. You're not going to get a better seat than that and you can mosh, but unfortunately I'm not getting out. No, you, you don't yeah. mosh anymore. I, I do, mm. but the three, four hundred dollars, I'm like, I, I used to mosh a lot more. And after getting, uh, again, beat up all the time, smacked into my nose, all this stuff, I would do it if the tickets were maybe 200 mm. But for $300, $400, uh, it's not 
adds worth it to me. I don't know. Just enjoy the show. Exactly. Yeah. Sing along. Another one that people are just now realizing or seeing them more is asking Alexandria. You know them? I've always loved them. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like, or actually you have, you, you did a couple of videos on asking Alexandria, didn't you? I did one with moving on, like the more mm. singing type, but mm-hmm. I've been trying to get, I really wanted, oh, I also did Morte at Dabo. That was like a really hard, like almost death core song they did. Um, and I really want to do their first album, uh, Stand Up and Scream. Mm. I want to do a couple songs off that. I just haven't gotten around to it. But I love his old growls, his old screams, his old singing. Like, I like that crab core style of uh, metal as well. Is that with the old lead singer? Or is that with the one they have now? No. Yeah, so, he, they're the same guy. There was an inter, um, intermediate guy, uh, Dennis Stoff, that um didn't last he lasted an album mm. but um danny warstock was always that the singer but his voice changed immensely mostly because one he grew up two he tore up his vocal cords so um he they, his voice changed from like whiny teen emo angst to now like hard rock yeah yeah have you have you noticed that that when these musicians, these metal musicians, when they tear their vocal cords, especially ones that are kind of underground, after they tear their vocal cords or go through that that surgery, that's when they blow up. Have you noticed that? Like Avenge Sevenfold, yeah. Once he had his vocal yeah. surgery, he they blew up. Now you're telling me asking yes. Alexandria. It just seems like maybe when once that happens to them and they can't like go off the rails with their growling so they have to yeah. do more i guess radio-esque type sounding music yeah. so then it it becomes more popular because they're able to put it out on the radio or i don't know yeah. it's something you know what i mean time to tear my vocal cords i guess <laughs> no dude I'm, I'm telling you like I, I, so are you in a band right now no i was in one um two three months ago mm-hmm. or so uh, but we kind of broke up due to creative differences. It, we're still friends. I still have a chat with them. And we're cool. But um, mainly we were metalcore and like that old All That Remains style, As I Lay Dying, mixed with a little bit of the new stuff. Um, we had a lead singer, Mike. He was like the main head of the band. And eventually we were trying to transition into that new style of rock like i wanted to go do you know falling in reverse their newer stuff yeah i wanted to go balls deep into that stuff i wanted electronics like dubstep kind of stuff trap beats and like super heavy breakdowns where they're just not warranted but they're cool and the rest of the track just sounds super melodic maybe a couple rappy parts um but it got and i wanted to sing like, I didn't want to play guitar anymore. I didn't want to be the backup vocals. I didn't want to just play guitar. I love playing guitar, but I want to be a front man. So he was down to be guitarist because he played guitar too, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, they decided against me singing for the band. They just didn't think it felt right for them. And 
they were like, listen, man, like, we'd love you to play guitar. Because they, they're now a band called Dead Man's Diary. Great guys, great music. Um, but they were like, listen, like, we think we're not going in the right direction for what we want to do. And we just, we want to go this way. You want to go that way. So if you want to come with us this way, you can, but this is going to be what we're doing. You're playing guitar and blah, blah, blah. Um, or you can go your own way. You're very talented. You can do what you want to do. And I was like, I want to do what I want to do. So yeah. that's basically what happened with them. So what, I guess, what is your goal now? Are you kind of thinking you kind of want to just do you, do you and not have a band and just kind of, you know, I guess put out your own single stuff or, or do you want to have another band or, or what, what do you want to do now? I'm on the fence about all that. I'm still trying to figure it out. I want to focus a lot on TikTok and propelling me forward because it seems to be doing well. Uh, but at the same time, I'm recently like I was in, like I said, in a relationship, took a lot of time out of my life, which is most relationships. Mm -hmm. But I am now single and I can go out places do things and network and go to shows and meet people. Whereas before that I wasn't able to. So I think I'm basically going to go forward with TikTok, doing all that. I know at some point I'm going to run into somebody who's like, yo, are you in a band? You want to be in my band? Like someone who wants me as a vocalist. Cause it just doesn't seem like everyone wants me to play guitar, bass, whatever it is. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. So eventually I'm, I know I'll meet people, whether it's, online or in person so i'm just trying to focus on me for now i do have a song that i wrote with not i didn't write it with that band but we were in the midst of producing it before they said make a choice mm -hmm. and uh, our producer he's a great producer um his name's tim cohen he makes great mixes everything like that but he's not used to this type of like producing like with the rap beats and the synths here and there and making things sound like crazy poppy while sounding still metal. So he was like, listen, man, you can have the stems, not going to charge you. Here's everything. Do what you want with them. I, I don't want to touch them. So I'm going to have, whenever he has the time, my sister's producer, CJ, who's also the guitarist of Deadlands. That's her band. I'm going to have him try to mix and master all that stuff and see, cause it's a great song and it's got a lot of potential, but it takes a lot of work to get that like new style sound with the, the beats and the synths and everything. So hopefully that'll be done relatively soon. I have all the tracks laid out. It's just gotta be mixed. Right. So that'll be my next, uh, I guess, pop into the world there. Mm. for a song because that song i have on my my original song i have on my tiktok right now was from 2019 and i like it but it's not as mixed as well as i would have loved it to be right and it's crazy how tiktok for musicians actors comedians how beneficial and how much of a tool it is because you basically everything that you are doing on TikTok is basically your own personal reel, right? So like if, yeah. if you have a band that you're interested in joining or they're looking for a lead singer or you're looking for a band to back you up, you know, to start your own thing, 
all you got to do is send out these videos, be like, look at, this is the sound that I have, or, you know, yeah. is this the sound you're looking for? And then they could be like, holy shit, this is what I want to do. Or, you know, I, I feel like it's a lot easier than trying to, you know, like the old, the olden days, I guess, like have yeah. open auditions, you know what I mean? And try to listen to people all day long. You can just find it on TikTok yeah. now and, and Instagram and it's crazy, man. It really is. Yeah. And I've, I've actually had a couple bands reach out to me and um, I tried working. So they're the first band that reached out to me. Um, I tried so hard to make my sound fit with theirs and they had like that Breaking Benjamin style sound. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't write. I write so differently. I write from vocals, lyrics out like i i put the vocals and lyrics i'm like this is the melody i want this is the screen part i want and this is the the verse i want and then i write all around that so when someone hands me an instrumental sometimes it's hard for me to i'll make the the, the tracks for it and i'm like dang that doesn't sound good and then i can't hear it any other way sometimes so i have to work on that personally because i've I've tried to work on some songs for other bands so I can get my name out there. But between like me working an actual job and then me having to do my own content, try to propel myself forward. Now I have the other band stuff and I'm like struggling with it. I'm like, I don't have time for this, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I have to make time for it because I know that'll help me out. Um, I just got to get used to writing that way. Yeah. And ever since the disturb video, how are your new videos doing as far as numbers? Are they, are they in the thousands still your views? Honestly, not as good. I'm going to take a look because they're not doing as well as I had once hoped. Um, after the disturbed video, I mean, I had a couple of good ones. Like I had a shine down video that got 20 K the moving on asking Alexander one got 20 K one man five vocalists did 20k and then from there it was eight seven eight six now it's two one one four hundred it's like keeps going down i'm like all right what do i gotta do now yeah it's you know? so tiktok's so different now than it was in 2020 2021 i oh, feel sure. like the most random things would go viral even on my my end like i was having weird videos just just all of a sudden hit you know i had one that that's at like 14 million views that yeah that it just out of nowhere like blew up and you never would think about it but i feel and that's what made tiktok fantastic you know but i think they've yes. really changed their algorithm and they're trying to make it more of like a youtube shorts type of deal you know what I mean? So yeah. it's not as easy yeah, to that. blow up, uh, which I'm True. super bummed about. I really am. I, I, I was hoping it would stay the way it was because I think yeah. it was allowing people to really get seen that normally aren't, you know, big yeah. into social media. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was the same thing for me. Like, I've never had a crap load of followers, mm -hmm. but all of a sudden, I'm on TikTok. I'm like, wow, this is great. Um, but now that I see it slowing down, I don't know. We got to figure out something to do mm -hmm. to put it back up there. Yeah, it's 
and I feel like hashtags are kind of a thing in the past now. Like, I don't think they help you True. as much as they used to. And yeah, it's just, it's a whole different, I don't know. It changes so much, man. It's just so hard to keep up. It really is. True. Cause I personally, I don't really, I know a lot of the hashtags like clicking on, let's say like hashtag disturbed. Like I don't ever click on a hashtag anymore really. Right. And I guess that's the same for a lot of other people. So maybe that's probably why they don't. And there's like, I usually put like, I don't know, 30 hashtags, 20, 30 hashtags down there. So it's like, how many are actually getting clicked on? How many people are actually going to these specific hashtags? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, it's nuts, man. But now that I guess you kind of have experienced that, I don't know, that social media I don't even know what to put it, how to put it, man. But basically you've seen what it could do for, for you. Like, are you going to venture out and get on Instagram and, and do all of the other social media platforms kind of similar to how you are on your TikTok to try to, you know, I guess get the attention of more people or, or what's the plan? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm working on the Instagram part for Instagram. It was mainly like, that's kind of just like my personal page for just my life type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm like, yeah, I should probably put some reels up there. So recently I've had a couple reels get put up there. Um, I don't typically post the exact same thing from TikTok. I, I probably should. I should probably get in the habit of doing that. Um, I just have never found any sort of growth on Instagram. I've at one point tried to start a like fitness page on Instagram never went anywhere tried to do that for a while so and i and then now this even when i post reels on instagram i never really get that much growth but i think anything helps and i i think that uh i'll get something so i should probably do that yeah and, and speaking of fitness yeah speaking of fitness i mean you look like you're in really good shape is that Thank something you. yeah yeah so do you is that some, what do you do for work? I guess, is it in the fitness world or, or what do you do? No, I actually, for work, I sell cars and it does oh. very well for me. It pays the bills, helps me save money and yeah. gets me, gets me places. Um, I love where I work and, um, for the fitness side of things, I just, I love to keep in shape. It makes me, uh, makes me happy, keeps the stress away. And I know I've been doing that for about 10 years too. So. Keep that mindset, man. I mean, I was the same way in my 20s. I was in bodybuilding. And then once I had children and kind of got older and let yeah. work kind of take over, and then I had injuries, which I never had when I was younger. Uh, and I really let my my mental state fall to a point where I didn't care as much. And now, um, yeah, these past couple months, I've been trying to uh, – well, I, I'm not trying. I'm actually getting in there and doing it every single day and putting in the work again. But it's so much Good. harder, man. I mean, when I was your age, I, I feel I feel like I can uh, lift for two weeks and I was in ph phenomenal shape. And now I'm like, fuck, two months. And I'm like, it feels like I, I didn't do <laughs> much. You know what I mean? But I'm putting in more work than yeah. I was when I was 20 in my 20s. But yeah, keep that mindset. Wow. Keep in shape, dude. I mean, it's it's amazing how 
once you know once you're in your 30s you you start to see the changes in yourself and you're just like damn i should have stuck with it you know so yeah as long as you do that and i, I can't i can't preach that enough man it, it's so important yeah. it's so important i've always told myself i'm i'm not going to not going to stop not going to take the pedal to take the foot off the gas um even when i'm hurting and when i'm older like thankfully i don't have that many injuries i have one injury from when i was like 20 and i was dumb and lifting like stupid weight mm. like my dad was always like don't do that you're gonna hurt yourself i'm like of course like right. you're young you're gonna be like i'm fine i have a bulging disc in my back could be worse could be herniated but it was a wake-up call like all right maybe lift a little lighter just to last a bit longer <laughs> yeah yeah, I've definitely noticed that too. I, I it was the same way. I, at one point, I was doing like twelve hundred pounds on the leg press, man, and it's just it's ridiculous, you know. It's now I'm like, I, I put three to four hundred pounds on leg press max, and you just do more reps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's all about repetitions anyway. You're gonna if you're putting all this weight on and you're only doing, you know, two reps it's not going to help you in yeah. the long run, you know, but if you exactly. put half of that weight on and do 12 or 15 reps, that's going to help you out a lot more, you know? And I think people yeah. are and cancer. reps in control. Yeah. Oh yeah. Form you is a hundred percent. Make that feel heavy. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, can make, I know I, during COVID I made a 40 pound weights. Like I only had 40 pound weights and like below I was making all that feel heavy <laughs> Yeah. somehow. You just got to keep going. I mean, you do it till you can't lift it anymore. You know what I mean? And, and it'll work. Exactly. I mean, that's what your body's meant. That's how your body's meant to build. It's not about how much you can lift. It's about how many times you can lift any amount of weight. You know what I mean? True. And so, of course, there's always the, the theory of progressive over, overload, which is 100% true. Like, sure. You do need to overload the muscle and keep building strength mm -hmm. but there's a certain point where it's like all right this is ridiculous i'm gonna blow my elbow out i'm gonna blow my knee out like things like that regardless if you have knee straps or knee uh knee braces so yeah it's there's a there's a, a fine line where it's it's safe and where it's functional sure and where it's just not yeah yeah man well i'm super excited to see where you go with all this man and you know, if you ever get to a point where either you're wanting to do some shows individually or you get a band together, um, I would love to help you. I have some connections here in Colorado. I'd love to help you. Thank you. Uh, get some, get a show going here, man. And, uh, that'd be great. Yeah. I think it'd be so much fun. And I think that especially the scene, the metal scene in Denver, man, is, is actually a lot larger than you would think. And I think yeah. people would, I think people would appreciate your talent in this city and uh i would love to help you do that if that's something you're interested in absolutely no that would be great cool, I, I, I appreciate all any help regardless yeah. of it what it is of course yeah and then um before i let you go one more thing i like to ask all my my guests but uh who is your favorite tiktok creator Does it, I, anyone, any, anyone that, that, that you love. Yeah. I mean, 
I could say my sister, but is that a uh, no. is that a cop out? <laughs> no, not no. at all. If she's your favorite, then so absolutely. I I would say she is. Um, mm. Either her or this is not music related, but Matt Rife. Okay, you ever see Matt Rife? Mm-hmm. He he kills it. He's another one that got famous from TikTok, so right. it's, it's pretty motivational on that end too. And he is so funny. Seems like a really cool dude too. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. man. Well, I'm super excited, like I said, to to see what you, the future holds for you. And uh, let's communicate back and forth. I'd love to have your sister on and chat with her as well. And then, uh, hell yeah, Kevin. And we'll get it all going, man. I, I, you're a super cool dude, and I think uh, you have a bright future ahead of you in in the music industry. Thank so you. Let's do it, man. I appreciate you a lot. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. It's my first podcast ever. So uh, awesome. Thank you again. I appreciate it. Yeah, Kyle, thank you again, and uh, I'm glad we got to make this work, and I'm I'm glad I got to be your first podcast. You know, I got to take your podcast virginity, so yeah, <laughs> super stoked about doing that. <laughs> but uh, way cool, to make man. it weird. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I was just kidding. <laughs> that, that's what I'm about, dude. Making things weird. But yeah, <laughs> all right, man. Great. Well, thank you. That's great. All right, dude. We'll talk soon. Let's talk soon, bro. Thank right. you. Yep. Bye. Dick talking, a dick talking, dick talking with Kevin Hughes.